Here we are. Painkiller yeah. nearly. Episode two, 211. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I got things to talk about. Kyle's got things to talk about. Woody texted us today. Yeah, we, we, we were like, you know, we have this text every, uh, every, every time Tuesday. we do PK. Yeah. yeah, every Tuesday. You know, hey, do you want to do the show at 6 p.m., 7 p.m.? We move it around a little bit to accommodate each other's schedules. Woody's like, I'm not sure I can make six. My friend hit a power line. I'm in the ER checking on him. And we were just like, fuck. Yeah. So let me set the stage a bit to take a step back. Last night was beautiful. The sunset was great. The winds were calm. Everything great for paramotoring. And we're flying around taking an extra long flight because it's one of those like 10 times a year kind of days. Mm-hmm. So um, he's like, hey, look down. And we went to a new spot. There are these fields shaped like a maze. And this is fun because one of the things people like to do on a paramotor is to fly low. You fly low. You drag your feet on the ground. You go in and out. Now, these trees are like a maze. So you're banking it like sideways, 90 degrees, 20 feet off the ground, just like, a, like, you, know, like you would hold a bucket of water, you know, as you're mm-hmm. swinging around. And it's a blast. And it's a new place, and it's a better maze than we had ever seen before. So we're both having a really good time with it. Ross says, you know what? It's about time to head home. And I was like, let's take one more pass, you know? Because you don't get this day or this maze all the time. And uh, I'm taking one more pass, and I'm having a blast. And it comes over the radio. Woody, I fucked up. Like that. And I'm like, oh, boy. You know, like I, I, was, I, was, I knew that meant that he had crashed. I didn't know what it meant beyond that. I thought maybe he just got too low and hit the ground. And if you run into the ground, what I'll call naturally, it's usually just embarrassing and not a big deal. Um, you're going 20 miles an hour. It wouldn't be unlike falling off a dirt bike at low speed. You know, it, it's, it's not that big a deal. But I would call this unnaturally. Uh, what you're supposed to do, his mistake was 10 minutes before the accident. You're supposed to take a pass at like 100 feet and inspect the area instead of just running it. And um, he hit a power line. And at first, we didn't know if he hit it, hit it. We, we thought he maybe just spotted it. That's what I thought from your text. Like, I was picturing a dude, like, you know, sizzling, cracking, and popping, or, like, mm-hmm. black skin. Like, when yeah. you said hit a power line, I was like, that's why I was like, hey, if we need to do the show tomorrow, I'm okay with that. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> like, are you, like, calling his wife? Like, like the making, world's making largest plans? bug zapper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure if he hit it, hit it. Or if he crashed trying to dodge it, right? Like, because he saw it, I'm going to make up a number 10 seconds before he hit it and tried to avoid it. Um, when we inspected the damage on the wing, one, it was torn. So we knew that was it. And two, it was burnt. It's nylon. And around the edges of the hole are like a crispy kind of gummy accumulation that you would get from putting a lighter to it. And also on the power line, there was a little bit of wing left. So it's you confirmed. Put the pieces together. Yeah, you yes. put the pieces together and, and he's hurt. Uh, the nature of his crash, um, again, you know, picture like a, I don't know, a, a nut on a string or something. He kind of fell forward and slid into the ground butt first. So he landed on his, like, I think he hit his heel and then his butt and then maybe like rib shoulder type thing. So, uh, his heel was a little sore, but it doesn't seem to be injured. His pelvis might be, and I want to use the word broken. There's cartilage in the middle of your pelvis that uh, allows it to like flex and move a little bit. But you never notice it because your pelvis, like mine, is held together pretty solidly. Yeah. His is like 
clicking and every step he takes, it's a problem. Uh, he's okay, say, standing on both feet, you know, and kind of solid. But if you have to do like one foot at a time or like a, uh, like a stairs or something or getting into a car, that's a big issue. So last night I landed next to him. We checked him out, whatever. It took me like almost an hour to get back to him. I flew home, got the truck and drove to him. And uh, there were some nice bystanders there. And they were the first, they were like, well, you hit the power line. We're, we're sure of it. You know, it was moving for 20 seconds afterwards, like he hit it. And uh, they were really nice. They stayed with him for the whole, it might have been 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. They stayed with him. Uh, they helped carry his stuff to like the side of the road while I went home and, and retrieved a vehicle. We brought him back to the house last night. We fed him and we offered him the guest room upstairs, not knowing that steps were such a big deal. And uh, he's like, no, I just really want to be in my lazy boy, in my living room. That's his spot. And he drove himself home. I woke up this morning to a phone call. Like, Woody, I need to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to run myself through the shower. I'll be there ASAP. We put Kind of saw this coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let me turn my phone off. So um, I, uh, you know, I, I went there. I packed a bag for him, you know, a little overnight bag full of clothes, toothbrush, toothpaste, stuff like that. Took him to the ER, and I thought they would admit him. That was my prediction, that, that he had something. Made sure he hadn't eaten. I thought he might be surgical. Uh, they x-rayed him, and there aren't any broken bones. Uh, there could be ruptured discs in his spine. There could be... Oh, those suck. Yeah, that's what... So he's a, um, a first responder. He used yeah. to be... Um, he was... a some sort of high-level scuba diver, and his job Ooh. was to jump out of helicopters and save people while they're racing boats and stuff like that. So uh, he has a little more background on like how to evaluate himself for injuries than like most how, people. How old is he? He's now fifty. He's a really. Who do you think is the better swimmer? Oh, today. Today, I wondered that. Right. I I think if if you okay, here's the. Th it might be in the environment. If we had to go a mile in the ocean, I think he's a tough competitor. If we had to go 100 yards in a pool, I, I think I just have a better flip turn and a better, you know, management oh, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. I, I hear you. Yeah. But, um, but he's definitely, a, like, I don't call many people a water man, you know, a guy who can <laughs> drop I in the... I don't either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't call uh, anyone a water man. <laughs> <laughs> but the, that's a thing. Like, the, the, like uh, it's a high classification that a waterman might you know like that dude's a surfer but that guy he's a surfer a kayaker a, you know like he likes to surf on rowboats and shit you know that's a waterman 70 percent of him's made of water <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I took a second to process that so uh anyway uh but he's a really fit 50 year old he hits the gym all the time he's, he's, yeah, fit, really. he's fitter I than saw me that, that okay picture. i did not think 50 Right. Uh, if you ask him how old he is, he'll tell you 65 so that yeah, you go, wow, he's fit. <laughs> That's what he does. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, so he's a really fit guy, but he is 50. And um, he may have a, broke, uh, a, a pelvis that needs to hook itself back together again. And, and that's where we are. It's been in my head. I've had a busy 24 hours. He's in our guest house now. We're taking care of him until he gets better. Oh, nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, yeah, Jackie's helping, of course. She's feeding him, and I'm delivering and taking him to doctors and getting drugs and shit. So, uh, um, yeah, that's where we are. I, I don't know how long he'll stay here, but I imagine he's a little less sore and able to walk in two or three days. So I, I think that's what we're looking at. But, um, yeah. That's uh, he hit a power line and got really hurt. That 
That's damn it. it I've got two things in my. So what happens every time I see someone get injured in the community? I find some way to rationalize why it won't happen to me. Right? Of course. It might be I'm a better pilot than that guy. That guy's a beginner. Um, it might be that guy does a thing I don't do. Like he was doing acro low to the ground. That hurts people all the time. They're trying to. You do acro moves and it's fun. You show off. But if you do them up mm-hmm. high, no one sees them. So they always do it like, you know, three seconds away, one and a half seconds away from death. And it's like, I, I don't do that. I never do that. You know? It, yeah. Um, he has spooked him a little bit. Like he'll uh, yeah. be way more careful in the future. And maybe he like, were there any thoughts that you could tell of him being like, I'm 50 years old. I'm half a century old and I'm flying around <laughs> fields with a fan on my back. And man, it just really got real that I could die at any time <laughs> doing this, you know, I, or you think he'll be back on it. The, the, the mistake he made was 10 minutes beforehand, not looking for power lines. You, know, you yeah. do a pass at 200 feet and inspect the area. I did that, but I will say six weeks ago, I dodged a power line. And it woke me up like, Woody, have you gotten complacent? And fortunately for me, there was no price to pay. I, I, I spotted it, I guess, with more reaction time than he did. And, uh, or more time to react, I should say. He didn't. He saw it last second. Oh, one last thing. For you guys that are on the ground all the time, which is most everybody, power lines look easy to spot. You see them for against you, the blue sky. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you see them against you the blue sky. Yeah. You see them against white clouds. Power. If you look down at power lines against trees and grass, they're much tougher to spot than you might be thinking. So uh, that that's the position he was in, I guess. And, you're, and yeah. Uh, it's made me re- like, I was like, that. It, it, uh, am I so different? You know, would this not happen to me too? And. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay in six weeks for sure. I bet he's much better in one. But uh, yeah, I spent most of my day caring for him. What a nice guy. Yeah, yeah he should be really thankful. He, needs, he owes you something. Yes, you there know, should be this. a meal like, in this for nice, me, right? It's like a very, very nice dinner. Yeah, take you and Jackie, you know, and the kids out too, or something. Oh, well. I, maybe there's some uh, some manual labor around the estate he could he could tend to. <laughs> that, right. Just to be extra sure that you're okay, we mow my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I have a physical therapy routine that includes, uh, I don't know, weed landscaping, wiping. yeah, gutter cleaning. <laughs> you know, you got to start slow with how the are you with power washing? Your heights. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, no, yeah. Good he, news that he's that he's gonna be okay. Exactly, he's gonna be okay. Uh, right now, he's just a little beat up. Well, my my news isn't nearly as like like heroic or anything. No. But uh, we've been playing <laughs> a, a, a video game came out the other day. It's an early access. It's called Scum. I've heard of and it. I haven't. We're getting all. attention we've, online. Yeah. So uh, Scum is a survival game. It's a bit like Daisy. Uh, you spawn into this world, uh, and you are a convict. And I believe the the narrative is that you have an implant in the back of your head, and somewhere there's a guy controlling that prisoner, and you're that guy. It's sort of so so you controlling the prisoner is part of the oh, that's narrative. Cool. That is there this like are, a Steam game or yeah yeah, yeah it's PC oh, okay. and um, kind of PC and, only. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, okay. I, I don't really look into the options these days anymore because I, I prefer that. So you start off sort of in a convict orange jumpsuit and out in the world that you're in, and it's an enormous world, bigger than PUBG's, uh, and you don't run very fast, and you get tired. Uh, you, you piss, you Ooh. shit, you vomit. Um, <laughs> you you like, take like, shits in what this game? What makes you vomit? Yes. Bad food? Uh, 
you can force yourself to vomit if you realize you've eaten something. If you overeat, like like there are like if you eat an entire cantaloupe, and you can, you'll just start vomiting because nobody can eat an entire cantaloupe. Or, <laughs> wow, or, what, what kind of bitch can't eat a whole cantaloupe? Or a melon, you know, whole water. You can be you, can you be and like, scum. Eat all. You can be like eat all, and it's a watermelon this fucking big, and he'll sit there and eat it till he vomits. Um, <laughs> there's there's military weapons. There's there's backpacks, helmets, boots, knives, and an intense crafting system where you can craft everything from a fire drill you know that thing you make fires with sure sure like a bow um, and stick yeah yeah so you can or, or you could craft like a campfire or or later on it's coming i can i i see the stuff that you're able to make but isn't in the game yet you can craft like deadfalls to catch animals there are animals in the game you kill a bear you go and chop him up into pieces and you and, and there's different parts of a bear of course and so you can put bear steaks in your backpack. What you is can take the chopping a bear animation like? like? He gets down on one knee with whatever bladed weapon you have, whether it's like a, a knife or an axe or whatever, and he just starts hacking at it. But is it a repetitive thing, or does he yes. look like a butcher? Oh, okay. I bet yeah, it's, it's kind of like when you, uh, when you make anything in Skyrim. It's the, exactly that. You know, it's very shop. early access. Um, we think that later on you're going to have more detailed animations for, for things like that. Um, but it's a survival shooter, so there's definitely a lot of gunfights. So are you making a character and then growing that character, or is it yes. like pretty often that you're dying and you have to start over from scratch? So I think so. Right now, because it's early access, uh, you kind of lose. I think I think I could be wrong about this part, because I I've been moving around servers a lot. You lose your character every time you die. It seems to me, but but definitely what's coming is a much more in-depth system where your character. Is it's like an RPG, it's like a multiplayer RPG where your character over time is getting more fit, and there's a lot of items in the game that you can see that don't have a use yet. Things like anti-malaria pills. There's no malaria in the game right now, so we're like, ah, all right, well malaria is a coming, or there's like anti-radiation tablets and stuff like that. Well, the the only problem was, I'm playing with like four or five or six of my different friends and. We kept going to various servers, trying to get a server with a lot of people in it, and we kept having a problem with that, because if you go to a different server, you don't have all of your shit. And so I bought a server. So I have a server. Um, you the bought I a server? How does that work? It is rent, rent a server. Oh, uh, oh, oh so, so this isn't a financial opportunity. You're not looking to like no, make no, I'm not looking to profit or something. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I'm not looking to profit from this. I'm <laughs> not even sure if that that's probably against their terms of service. I, I'm in no way looking to profit from this at all. Terms of but, service. It's same with Minecraft. Carry on. Well, <laughs> uh, so so, but I have a server. Um, uh, the the name is PKA Scum. Uh, the IP address is. 172.107.179.162 colon 28702. Can I get a repeat I, on that? I fucked up my numlock button in the middle. 172. <laughs> dot. One, um, from the beginning. 172.107.179.162 colon 28702. So if you want to connect by IP address in the game, uh, you can jump in there. I did the same uh, thing twice. I hit the fucking dumb luck button. Uh, here, I'll, I'll just do this for you. Oh, and, that's great. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you got it. And um, so if I, I bought 50 slots. They're like a dollar and change per slot. Um, and right now there's only like four of us in there. So if any of you guys listening want to come play Scum with us on my little server, feel free. I, I changed some of the options to make the game more fun. Uh, okay. The mechs. Go ahead. 
I'm sorry. I, I know you're telling the story. When you play with just four people, are there bots that fill it or are you just the four of you? Um, it's four of my friends jump into a server mm -hmm. of 50 to 60 people. Um, there's 64 people is like the max. So there's plenty of other, there's, we join a squad once we, we're like, ah, I'm in section B2. All mm -hmm. right, I'll start walking. Oh, I'm on the yellow road. All right, I see you. And you wave and you come over and you, you invite them to your squad. And now they have their name above them, like it's Call of Duty or something. So you don't get confused and kill them. And we, and so the four of us will work together. Meanwhile, there's plenty of solos just running around in the world. How did the solos find you? You're on a list somewhere? Find you. Or they just happen to walk around until they see you? Are yeah. They, how did other people get on your server? It's listed in a big server list. Like when you when you go to join a game, you you know you, right. you click multiplayer and the, a huge list of servers pop up. And okay. what I had been doing is going like you know sort by the number of players in the server because I want PvP. I want others in there with mm -hmm. me. Um, and I would just go to the more, most populated one that's in my region and has a lower ping. And I would just join there. But then I'd be like, all right, join this server. It's fifteen oh three. And then like it'd fill up before I could get in there or they'd reset the server or it'd go down or there'd be a ping issue. So I, I wanted my own. And then the other thing is within the world, there are zombies who are kind of walking around and they'll get ag aggressive and like chase you if you get close enough. And they're not a huge challenge, but they're definitely an annoyance. Like maybe you don't make uh, loot is rare. So if you've got 10 bullets, you, you might be doing OK early in the game. If you've got a whole 10 bullets and you don't want to waste one as rare as. Not as rare as DayZ. Not as rare as DayZ. Yeah, they took it too yeah. far in DayZ for sure. Where if you get an axe, you're pretty strong. You're a little OP with a yeah. whole axe in your hand. Carry on. You play this for an hour and you kind of, you go to a big town, you play for an hour, you'll be fairly well looted. You'll have a gun and a backpack and, and like a full suit of armor and some food and water. And, and you know, that's really all you need to go have a good time. Um, and there are also mechs. Have you been pvp like Yeah, lots. Successfully? Like, or is the, is the combat, like, it's still in a lame phase or, or not it, really? It depends on the server. Sometimes it can feel laggy if it's a bad server. Um, I'm watching some footage now, and he's got a weapon, but he hasn't seen anybody. So I don't know. Yeah, you're not, it's, it's not Call of Duty. You know, it's a 12-kilometer by 12-kilometer map with 65 people in it. So you're not, but, but if you go to one of the really hot zones, then there's lots of combat. Shroud's been streaming it a lot, and uh, he gets in a fair amount of fights. It is definitely a slower pace. This looks like pace. a really fun concept, like being a convict I wanna, out there I've been, amongst a bunch of other convicts. Like, this, is, this is neat. I've been I looking like, for a game to get back into. I think this might be the one. It's re so, so This looks more, really complicated based on the crafting list, the number of items you can have in your inventory. <laughs> like, it's it taken like me about three days of playing it, you know, a couple hours a day <laughs> um, to, to pick everything up. I certainly am not an expert in the game. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't crafted everything, but I understand how to make a fire and cook meat and, you know, make items and where to go for loot and all that stuff. Uh, you're more than welcome to come play with us. I can, uh, you know, I can uh, show you. What are you liking uh, the is... most about it? Like what's getting you, like, especially into this? <sighs> when like, you kill someone, like... it's, the, it's the old concept of tearing down someone's sandcastle. Because mm. this isn't, so I love PUBG. PUBG is still my favorite game. But when you die in PUBG, you're like, boom, new game. And you're right back in. And five minutes into that new game, you got a full set of armor. And you've already been in three gunfights in five minutes. This is not that. This might take you, like, I definitely have played before two and a half, three hours into a game until I'm just looted to the gills. And then I get killed by AI. There are these mech suits, these big giant robots that, that are bipedal mechs, like you may have seen in like um, some other games. 
and they are artificial intelligence and they guard the high loot areas. And so if you go to like the airfield, which is kind of a military base, there's maybe six of these things patrolling back and forth. And when they see you, they go aggro, as we say, they, they turn red, they go and the, and then in a, in a Croatian accent, because this game is based in Croatia, like, but it's, it's half Croatian, half Robocop. It goes, prisoner, leave this area immediately. And if you and but that's not a real warning because they shoot right after they finish that <laughs> and they fucking not quick enough. Like, <laughs> not quick enough. And they like insta kill you. Oh, now, so you I'm, can't beat a mech. It takes unless someone, you have one, probably, someone, right? You can't get one. These are AI. These are these are their own separate entity, just like the zombies. They they exist alongside the zombies to keep the player in line and keep the game interesting. You can kill a mech. Some guy did it. He uh, it took him like Keep in mind, ammo's rare. So if you've got two magazines full of AK-47 ammo, we would all be impressed. This guy shot the thing like 400 times, I think, um, from cover so that it couldn't return fire. Killed it. And because the game, again, is early access, there's no reward, no loot <laughs> on the ground. Nothing. I'm sure Congratulations. another... Congratulations! You waste the entire evening! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, so on my server, I... Right now, I've got the mech set to zero damage, so they don't fuck with us right now. But I'm going to fix that as soon as I get off here. I'm going to bump it up to, like, half normal damage because the general consensus against me and my, among my friends and, my, and me and a few people online is they're overpowered. They, they really just insta-kill you. They just you ruin and, your night like, you're, like they're Thanos or something. They snap their fingers and you, nothing you can do. And plus, there's a bit of a, because it's early access, sometimes they shoot through walls, which is infuriating. Mm. If you actually manage to get into a building and hide from the thing, and it shoots you through, like, like if there are three buildings in a row, it, and it sees you through all three of those buildings' windows or something, it'll, like, squeeze the bullets in somehow and zigzag them to you and, like, insta-kill you. So we don't care for that. For a decade, I've been saying, single-player game, the most frustrating thing in the world to me is being lost. Multiplayer game, the most frustrating thing in the world is dying when it's not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very frustrating. Um, but yeah, if, if you guys want to come play, if you guys are already playing Scum and you, and you, you know, uh, I, I gave you the IP address, just go back and rewind and type it in. Or uh, I think when I reset the server in a moment, my, uh, there's like five guys in there right now just fucking around. Uh, Can they search for PKA Scum in the list? I don't know if you can search for it, but you'll definitely see it amongst the list. But the easiest way is is just to click connect to IP and type that IP address, okay. and you'll get obviously you'll get right in that way. Is it free uh, at the moment? You said it's early uh, access. Of course. Yeah. Oh no no no. The game is twenty dollars. Okay. Yeah, the game is twenty dollars to get. I thought you were asking like the free server. to come play with me. Yeah. It's absolutely early access. To come mean play that with you me. need like a special code. No, it means that they are they are releasing an unfinished product. Um, for people to check out and I'll, I'll probably also to raise some money to complete it because, uh, but, but it's definitely got a ton of potential and a lot of people are playing it. I don't think it's going to be the next PUBG or anything. They're not going to hate it for six weeks, Taylor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I go to their subreddit a lot and I think that a lot of the players who are playing this are former DayZ players and, and, mm. and stuff like that. So they really <laughs> like how difficult the game is and how noob unfriendly it is. Mm. Uh, it, it, so, and, and they're like begging the developers not to make it more noob friendly, not to make it easier. And, uh, and, and I don't know. What does noob unfriendly mean to them? Like there's a lot of ways to be noob unfriendly. Um, skill is rewarded. It's not random. It's hard to play. It's just hard to play. 
you know, with the crafting and stuff like that. Like if you want to make something, like if you got a can of peaches, mm-hmm. you can't open the can unless mm-hmm. you got a knife. And you can't, I once can't you have... beat it open with a stone no, or uh, something? You can make a stone knife <laughs> if you've got the okay. ingredients. This, my uh, Minecraft ability is going to come in handy in this game, I can see. Absolutely. See, and <laughs> that's mean, the other I'm thing. Probably like, not. Like, <laughs> you could be like a forest dweller and never go into a city, mm-hmm. and all of your gear would be homemade. Like, instead of having a camping backpack, you'd have a, like a goat skin backpack. <laughs> and like, the other day, I, I, let me, um, I'm going to tell him to get me a screenshot. Uh, if you kill a bear, that's how I'm gonna play this game. I'm gonna play like a, like I'm Ted Kaczynski, just <laughs> out in the woods, you know, <laughs> making making you know, bombs and things and ruining people's days who wander out into my realm. So if you fun. if you kill a bear and we've only come upon one bear thus I far, to I'm gonna think of it as Rambo. I'm gonna bump the number of animals up in in my server so there are more of them. But if you kill a bear, you can cut it apart and make bear steaks or I'm going to, I got somebody to grab this for me. Apologize. It's taking a moment. Can you cheat, Kyle? And by that, I mean, can you cheat? Because you own this server. You're the admin. What cheats can you do? I think so. I think I can, uh, I can definitely change (laughs) like the zombie damage and the mechs damage. And um, look, look at this. This is, so what this is, uh, we killed a bear. (laughs) Very intimidating. We killed a bear and we cut it apart. And my buddy over there has its paws and as as shoes and gloves, and I have used its its head as a hat. <laughs> and, and so Still I'm got not... its teeth. It's pretty intimidating. Yeah, yeah. I, I cut the bitch apart. Um, looks like you're pretty decked out. Like you've got a gun, two guns. It looks like. Yeah. He's got camo. The... I don't know why. It doesn't seem like it would be useful to wear bare feet over your own. <laughs> if like, you're <laughs> a Patreon and you're watching the video version of this, you can see the picture I'm sharing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, stuff like that's just, just silly. I don't... Have, you, uh, have you had to do anything, like, I don't know if it's, this is the same as PUBG in that way, but, like, anything underhanded where it's like, there's too many zombies, then there's a bear approaching, like, sorry, sorry, Alan, we gotta leave you. It's like, no! People? Don't leave me! Or like you well, have to stab someone in the back and steal their fucking aspirin or whatever. That's Daisy like man. For Daisy like that would be what I'm thinking of. So the thing is that all the people you run into are complete strangers. So it's really a shoot on sight mentality. Mm. And then amongst your squad, everybody's real cool, just like they are in PUBG. You know, I want to share my extra. There's no need for me to have two guns if you don't have a gun at all, right? You know, like as a I, matter of fact, your party gets better if you share your stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so no, no, no shitty. And, and there's no like in PUBG, you get downed and you're, you're crawling and your teammate has to come revive you. You get killed, you, you die in this game. Mm, and, I like uh, downed. I, 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 like, I don't I know this go, game. It could maybe be better or worse with it. But as a game mechanic, I like the opportunity. Like, you have a decision to make. Are you going to put yourself at risk to make your party strong again? Or are you going to save yourself and let that guy die? Oftentimes, there's a case to be made for both. And what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. There's a. I, if it were up to me, there'd be a down mode in this game because uh, it can be very frustrating. If uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what happened last night, okay. um, uh, we were all looted up right after this picture was taken. There were five of us in our squad. I don't know if there's a limit to how many can be in your squad. You know, I think maybe ten of us could be in there, but we were just kind of standing around talking, like like our characters in a circle, 
and my friend class had a knife in his hand and he didn't realize that there's a mechanic in this game where if you hold right click instead of clicking it you don't swipe with it with with whatever item you're holding you cock it back and you get a visual representation of where it's going to go and then you throw it so he threw a knife and killed me just just and 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 like there's a fame just accidentally murdered you accidentally <laughs> murdered me because you die like that mm. and uh, there's a there's a system in the game called fame where if you craft things, loot things, kill people, you get more and more fame. And you can spend that currency to spawn back in the sector that you just were. You know, the quadrant of the map costs like 50 fame points. Or you can spawn back on your squad mate for like 100 fame points. And I just happen to have enough fame points to like get right back and claim my gear. Because your the, gear stays like, there. Are the Ma fame notoriety points based on just general <laughs> badass shit? Like kind of like you're out there in the woods, and they would be like, "Oh, you don't want to go around Big K, you know, <laughs> Special K they call him. <laughs> dumb, dumb as a rock, but fucking crazy. And like, lots like, of fiber. Yeah, and <laughs> lots of fiber. You'd need fucking ten bowls of total head over there to eat one Big K. <laughs> right, right. He says okay, but I'm total. It takes four of him to take on one of me. <laughs> yeah, I, you you get the fame for just about anything and everything, but in small quantities. So you got to play for a few hours, and it it, it it stays, you know, accumulates. So if you get off, you die or whatever, you you still keep your fame on that server. How long is uh, a given life? Like, how long? Like DZ, I guess. It, it, you could you could live for. I'm sure that there are people who have been alive for 20 hours and stuff like that because or days of playtime because they just log off and your character vanishes, and then when you log back in, he appears at wherever he was before, and he's still got all of his shit. Tangentially related, I ask you, Kyle, because I think you know more about weapons than me. My theory is that throwing a knife is not really a thing. I have a feeling that if you and I were in some sort of fight to the death, and yeah. I threw my knife at you, you would just get my knife. <laughs> and now I'm fucked. Yeah. What I would want most, if I have to be in a knife fight, is that the other guy throws it. Because <laughs> right? then I am the one, and then now you're in a knife fight with me. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've always heard that. I've always heard that from like special forces guys when asked about knife fighting. I don't remember which one said it, I, or I could pull it up. He said, "Why would I throw my weapon away?" Mm. Essentially, um, I've thrown knives before, and I've spent a lot of time practicing for like videos and stuff, mm -hmm. and gotten to the point where at a at a known distance. Like, like, oh, yeah, this is where I always throw from, just like a pitcher's mound. And that's my, where my target always is. I've gotten to the point where, like, I know which end of the knife to hold and the throwing motion, and I can stick it 90% of the time or something. Hard as fuck. To the, so if, if, the, if my enemy, for some reason, stumbled upon my throwing range, and I was like, mm. ah, ah, one step back. Otherwise, <laughs> the handle is going to hit you in the collarbone. Ah, perfect, perfect. Don't move. Now. You have to like quick walk backwards. <laughs> hey, one minute, back. I need to take a half a step back. All right, left foot forward. If in that scenario, if I had two knives, <laughs> I'd throw one of them. But otherwise, no. I, Think like, about like, how hard that would be to hit someone with a knife. Like if you gave me a dart, something I know how to throw, and yeah. I know it's going to be point out, and you put Kyle 10 feet away, and you tell me, hit Kyle with the dart, and Kyle, don't get hit by the dart. It's going to be really hard to hit Kyle with that dart. It's so like, hard. He's he's going to move. Like I'll probably hit him. I'd say half the time. I'm gonna die. I won't be able to anticipate everything. If He'll I'm be barrel Kyle rolling. wearing that jacket, I just hold it up like a vampire shielding himself from the sun, and your dart yeah. has rendered ineffective. Yeah. What are you gonna dart me in the thigh? To, I won't even be really, able... really give it a push. Yeah, maybe a tomahawk through his jacket. I don't know. 
I think it would catch it. Like, like, but catch, yeah, catch the tomahawk. I've never known anyone who suggested that throwing knives is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in my experience, like it's hard to do. It's hard to do repeatedly. And, and I'm certainly not an expert. I just trained at like one known distance for like a video or whatever. But I would never throw a knife. I, from what I understand, when you when you are like having a knife fight, you don't hold it. I wish I had a blade. Yeah, I got a fork here. Yeah, you don't hold it like this. You hold it like this with the blade facing forward hmm. and that and one of the things that that provides is if they try to grab your wrist and get wrist control they're grabbing a blade they, they, ah. they can't they can they can't do that anymore and and the idea is you sort of slash forward like this and stab and rather than you know like I'm this getting thing. In a knife fight would be so terrible terrible like just getting terrible. stabbed what are the terrible. reasons that brazilian jiu-jitsu got so effective is that you can train it at full speed without hurting the other guy, right? That, that's, that's one of the reasons it became an effective grappling method. I feel like there's not that many people who are experts at knife fighting because you can't really train it at full speed, right? Like, like you get maybe one or two knife fights a life, and then you die. Well, they yeah, use dummy knives. It stops being like the preferred well, method of combat, like literally hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Dummy knives are like learning shooting by playing paintball, according to me, right? What the hell do I know? But while paintball might help you a little bit, you could take more aggressive tactics to win in paintball, knowing that the consequences are so low. You know, you, you run across the field in paintball when that might be uh, not suggested with real bullets. People train. There, there are training knives that mm. are used to teach this sort of thing that I've seen. There, um, you can order them online. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the blue guns. Mm-hmm. They usually sure, call sure. them blue guns. You mm. know, and, and it's a plastic gun that's identical to uh, any any gun you can think of. Easily identifiable it, is not a real gun though. It's, it's blue though, bright blue. They make knows. knives. They make knives exactly the same way. And I've seen like military guys training with them. Um, mm. But but again, I feel like this. Here's another thing that. Handguns are almost fall into the same class. Like, like I've, I've talked to military guys and special forces guys about handguns, and they're like, if I'm in a gunfight with a handgun, something has gone terribly wrong. Terribly wrong if I'm using a handgun to shoot at another human being. Because not, for some reason, my primary weapon system has been taken from me or has malfunctioned or I've lost it. This is a, a, a nightmare scenario that will ne- almost never, ever occur. You know, and I was like, yeah, well, that, that makes sense. Like, like you know, if you're, if you're in a war, if you're in a battle or you're like a special forces guy or something like and you're down to your handgun, so many things have gone wrong. So many. As a, yeah, that's true. I'm a regular person like who that. sometimes shoots. Right. I haven't shot in a while. I probably suck. But like with a rifle, I feel like I can put 30 rounds at 20 feet into a car taillight quickly. I can just, bup, 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 bup. they'll all hit the taillight. Like, that's a thing that is not an extraordinary act. With a pistol, I need a second or two between shots. You know, we need to reset, re-aim, and I might still miss a taillight every now and then. Like It's difficult. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's much more difficult than a, than a shouldered weapon, uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And they hurt I, less. I, for sure, yeah. I, I, I've always said, like, I would either want, like, a 30 caliber AR-15 or something like the AR-10, as it's known, mm. or, uh, or a shotgun. I feel like shotguns in, like, urban combat, like, if we we're going to have a fight in this house right now, I think I'd want a shotgun. Semi-auto? I mean, I think everybody Does would it have go to be semi-auto, the... or would you take a pump? 
I, you know, this is, I'm, I'm not an expert in this or anything. Like the military uses a lot of, um, there's a shotgun called an M4. It's a Benelli M4. It's semi-automatic. Um, they're very effective. They, they, I've never had one fail before, but I've always had this sort of mindset about this imaginary, about this imaginary, I've just had this mindset about this imaginary gunfight where, God damn, I don't want to trust a semi-automatic shotgun. Okay. I re when there's a pump that that I've never seen fail. I know you had one that failed, but like I, none of mine have ever failed. I've never seen one fail in in my personal life, and so it's like that one works I think now. I, would, I think it just needed hundreds of rounds through it. Could have been, yeah. It, so so I'm know, probably that happens with guns sometimes. Need a break-in period sometimes, uh, especially in like semi-automatic handguns. They need a break-in period. Because the spring is uh, is just really tight to begin with, and it needs loosening up um, so that the slide can go all the way back and cycle as much as it needs to. So at first you might have to shoot magnum rounds, like like more powerful, faster, heavier rounds to get it to cycle correctly, and and later on you can move down to like target rounds that you'd prefer to shoot. That's that's that can be a thing for sure. Yeah, my my first. I, mean, I have a, I have a pump shotgun under my bed for home defense. I mean it's in my safe when i'm not home unless i forget to take it out which happens all the time but i've never had anybody bust in but i feel like all it would take is one shot right like it with with home defense rounds or like uh you know buckshot like what kind of human being who's not on pcp is going to keep coming like that's uh, why I, at first i thought you were saying kyle like oh i'd prefer to have the semi-automatic but then when you're like oh you know i want the pump because it has a, you're the one doing the mechanism it can't fuck up yeah like you you know you wouldn't think more it's than one fun. shot. I go the other way almost. I want to hear Kyle's answer about the one shot, but to me, I'm like, have you ever? Uh, they call it short shucking. What are they? What is it when they when you don't pump it all the way and you go back halfway? Yeah. yeah. I sometimes when I do, I'm like, now it's kind of instinct, but you have to really go all the way back, all the way down, slam it into the stops, and then it it'll never fail. It's possible to mm -hmm. fuck it up, and it's stressful. I. I have some muscle memory there. That's never happened yeah, to me. Yeah, you do. Because, like, you know, I was shooting a 12-gauge when I was six <laughs> six or seven. Like, I couldn't shoulder it yet. It just it went under my arm, mm. and then I pulled my, put my head down to, to shoot birds. So, I it's I, like, that, that's, that was one of the first guns I ever shot was the Remington 870 Wingmaster. Uh, and, uh, and so I've just got a muscle memory there where that would never happen. But I, I hear your point. If you shoot something with buckshot, in my experience, it dies. Um, I've never seen anything get shot with buckshot and live it's uh it's a handful of 30 caliber balls going a thousand feet per second you know it's or, wonder, or faster like what does that extend to like black bears grizzly bears elephants like how high does that go ah i've never had any i never had to tangle one of those but i'll you tell you never tangle with an, an elephant, elephant. <laughs> no. unless you like put it right up against its temple or something i bet like blew a its head rhino off. i don't know though you know not like, my area of expertise but i, I will say i, I i'm i don't want to say I, I don't like saying things that i don't know to be true but I, what i have used buckshot on are coyotes and white-tailed deer and wild boar and in all of those situations they dropped to the ground and died before i could even get to them um just you need to go hippopotamus hunting to see how that works out. <laughs> Something like that might take a few. You know, I don't know where the heart is on a hippo. I, do, I know on those other animals, you know, I know where to aim. I'm going to guess uh, it's in the same spot as the other similar animals. Yeah, roughly. But there's a lot of blubber in there, a lot of, a lot of fat. Uh, probably. Want, and what's good for penetrating fat? I'm thinking of my Mythbusters, right? Where I think 
do you remember in the Mythbusters what went furthest underwater? Was it a nine millimeter, maybe? Oh. It was just whatever was the highest velocity, wasn't it? No, no. That's what I would have thought, too. And they brought out a 50 cal thinking this is the one that's going to really penetrate the water. Mm. And it went like a foot. It just, yeah. it, it, that's, it's, was, was, it, di- like, was it explained? Because it's like, oh, there's so much drag because it's such a larger bullet. It, it, it hits, water is very di- different than flesh. So I've shot a lot of ballistics gel and it's the, uh, it's the same consistency as human flesh. Um, and what you know, higher different than flesh. I wouldn't have guessed. Oh, that. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, you know, I, I don't really, I don't necessarily know the physics behind it, but you shoot a five, five, six bullet into water and it'll, it kind of comes apart when it hits it. It just gets shocked and it, it comes apart. Mm-hmm. Um, something about the surface tension of the, of the water or the, uh, I don't know, something about the physics of water really arrest a fast moving object very quickly. Whereas with flesh, they make special rounds that I've, I've seen in my uh, ballistics tables that are meant for big game. And they're often solid, what are called solids. So instead of being like a hollow point that, that's meant to like open up, this thing is like sort of flat nosed and sometimes made out of, um, I always get it confused whether it's brass or bronze, but something very hard and heavy and dense that's meant to penetrate and go through large bones and then keep penetrating. Uh, and those kind of rounds in in rifles that I've never fired are meant for game like hippos and rhinos and elephants. They're very big uh, single shot rifles that uh, that hurt. Those are the ones where like you watch YouTube videos of a guy with like a punt gun looking thing that's just enormous. It has like a stand on it and they shoot it. And there's like a video of like 2000 with a bunch of uh, guys in, like, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, a bunch of Arabs shooting it. And the thing is so powerful, it's, like, flipping, doing spins mm. after they fire it. And then it's, those it's, guys are, I think those it guys are meant, pussies. Was it called it was, a T-Rex, that gun? Or the there's video? a 577 T-Rex. There, right. There's a lot of them. So the thing about a lot of those rounds is it was maybe not... elephants or, or hippos or any kind of game like that. Yeah, the thing about a lot of those crazy guns that you see maybe on YouTube or whatever is um, now some of them this isn't true for, but some of them are custom made guns. It's like a, a guy, a guy who happened to have the proper licensing. I think it's you, you probably need a, uh, a DD, like a Type 10 manufacturer's license, because these are considered destructive devices once the the the, the barrel is a certain uh, diameter. They will take. Like I, I knew a guy, he took a 20 gauge shotgun, which is smaller than a 12 gauge. And he chambered, he, he made, he manufactured the shell that would fit into this thing, a brass bullet. And then he, he put gunpowder in the brass bullet and then he custom made the projectile mm-hmm. out of lead. He, he, he poured lead, liquid lead into a mold he made and he, now he's made his own custom gun, right? Wait. It seemed like he used bullet and projectile differently. Is there something I don't understand? They're the yeah. same. Well, what they're different. Well, well, what I mean by bullet is uh, when I was getting it was the cartridge. Oh, the okay, actual okay. metal, the brass, uh, as it's sometimes called. That part he the he shell. made everything yeah. for this custom, right? It mm-hmm. the gun is a twenty gauge shotgun, but it's now it's firing a rifle cartridge that he made in his oh. garage. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I shot one of those before, and it is colossally powerful. It hurt. <laughs> My shoulder clicked for a year and a half. It's got to not be fun when you put all this effort into making a gun and like you shoot it the first time and you're like, ah, that sucked. 
<laughs> no. This is going to be a right. fun hobby. This is going to be a way to like bruise friends' shoulders, you know. <laughs> it was a fun That's what he was trick. going for. This guy's name is they call him Dangerous Bob. He's the guy who blew off half his pinky that time. He's the guy who who likes to make explosives. He's the dangerous guy. Dangerous Bob. They call him Dangerous Bob. Explosives expert. That's not a nickname you'd want. No. You want, you no. want safety conscious Bob. He's a fucking wild. <laughs> man. He looks like what his name sounds like. He's he's about 5'10", 225 long fucking hair down his shoulders and and like a goatee and he likes blowing shit up and he he likes making custom rifles that hurt people so that he can be like hur, 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 shoot my, shoot mine shoot mine and like watch you get your ass kicked by his big ass rifle uh i was i almost bought a 500 smith and wesson if people don't know this is the most powerful handgun in the world i think and uh i don't know it, it's it's so big to look at it. You look at it, and it's it's the kind of gun they'd put in Arnold Schwarzenegger's hand, so that it looks big even when it's in Arnold Schwarzenegger's hand. It, it is huge, and when you shoot it, gun people say it hurts, right? Like like, and Kyle, the reason I didn't get it is Kyle's like, it's not fun though. You'll get it. Shoot maybe six shots through it, and before long, even the dumbest monkeys realize they don't want that shocking banana. And yeah. and that's where you are. It just like it's it's not a fun gun to have. It's just a fun gun to look at at best. Yeah. And it's a Kyle, thousand your, bucks. Your video is the first one to show up. What'd you search yeah. for? On Google. Is it is yeah. the one where I'm indoors or outdoors? Uh, I didn't click on the thumb. Or yeah. no, you were outdoors. Outdoors. What'd you search? Yeah. yeah. I, I just yeah, put in 500 Smith and Wesson, and Kyle's was the first that showed up. Nice. Yeah. I I dual wield them in that video. Uh, I shoot one in each hand at some targets. Um, they are. They're not fun to shoot. I, I could have bought one once for like $900 used because a guy had bought it and he had been like, oh, I don't like this. It, with the gun came half a box of ammo because he had gotten halfway through a box and been like, I fucked up. This isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. And, uh, and I was like, I'll give you $750 for it. And he's like, no deal. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want it that bad anyway. I, I, I want a great deal on it. But I don't want a good deal on it because it's. Mm. A, I don't fucking want it. I, I don't want it at all. Uh, they're they're just not fun to shoot, and they don't really have a purpose. I've heard people talk about like if you're an Alaskan bush guide, having one on your your uh, side as like a last resort against bears. But again, my thought process and things like that is pretty practical. I'm like, if you're going somewhere where there's bears, and you're using a handgun, you have fucked up. Mm. You have made three or four bad decisions. First, you went somewhere <laughs> where there's bears. Mm. Second, second, you didn't have a uh, like a, a shotgun loaded up with buckshot, which is or slugs or something. I'm not a bear expert, but that's what I'd want. And at least you're gonna die now. You better be fucking Josie Wales out there with that with that handgun if you're gonna take a charging yeah, bear you down. Put one through both of its eyes if, <laughs> if you mm. want to have any chance. Yeah, and if we've ever been in a high stress high, high stress situation. You don't get better. Most people don't at shooting in high stress situations. Maybe, maybe if you're like, ah, this is for the tournament, you can calm your nerves. But if it's like, this is for my life and I have 2.1 seconds, yeah, I, I don't know how I perform under those circumstances. I like to believe that I would really calm myself and squeeze that round off. But I don't know. I definitely don't. I, I, I wouldn't bet on me. And I certainly wouldn't like, like, like you never, you, you're right. You never know. It might be like you respond like, Whoa! and, and t spend 
0.75 of your remaining <laughs> 2.1 seconds running before you realize that's not tenable because it's a bear, and then you turn around and realize you don't even have the second you thought you How did. many times have you been in a video game and like a guy surprised you and you just start spraying, right? Because you're, yeah. you're just hoping it'll you'll spray and pray. Ah, get it up instead of like, being like if you're shooting a bear with a nine millimeter handgun or some shit like that would be like, you know, if like a chicken shooting rubber band paper clips at me as I was approaching it to kill it. It's like was a, it's, all it's going to do is really upset me. When you fly into the Alaskan airport, um, I don't know if there are multiples, but the I think it's the one in Juneau. Uh, there is a bear mounted there, and uh, it's it's roughly 12 feet tall or something like that. And when it stood up on its back paws, it could put its paws on the on the roof of a one-story house. Its <laughs> paws are about are bigger than a pie plate, and uh, it was killed, I think, or at least I remember the story happening in about 2002, because I remember we were all on the internet in uh, in my shop teacher's office looking at it, and he was telling us the story. And what had happened was this thing had killed and eaten. I think a park ranger or a hunter, one or the other. And when they finally took it down, it had like a dozen nine millimeter rounds in it. And the guy who killed it had a semi-automatic seven millimeter Magnum, which is a very a, a pretty serious uh, rifle cartridge. Okay. And, I heard of and that cartridge. it's what I used to hunt deer with because I was an asshole kid when I was twelve and I wanted the really powerful gun. And uh, as a 12-year-old, it knocked me around and bruised me daily. But I kept—it's a powerful gun, and I. Uh, but but it's, it's good for elk, it's good for uh, for stuff like that. Um, Bears and, in a uh, pinch, apparently. So just to ask, I know what a 30-30 is like. A seven millimeter is more powerful. Yeah, 30-30 is kind of a low velocity uh, oh. round, and the seven seven millimeter Magnum is is much more powerful. I want to—it's about 30 caliber, the <clears> way <throat> I remember it. Um, but it's a longer cartridge and a lot more, lot more powder, a lot more, lot more pop to it. And I, I, you know, I load my own ammunition, so if if you bought it from the store, you kind of only had one option, and it was 175 grain bullets, uh, going like 3,000 feet per second, and that would beat 12-year-old me to death. Every time I fired it, um, so I, I would load uh, like 140 or 145 uh, grain bullets into it. None, none of this matters to anyone, but um, but it's a very versatile gun. You could load it down to 110 grain bullets, and they'd just be high velocity. And that's often what I would hunt deer with is 110 grain bullets that were high velocity in that gun because it had a very flat trajectory uh, that was good for long range deer kills. Golly, this bear had so many goddamn bullets in it. Yeah, I, it I says it had. Uh, it was fourteen <clears throat> foot tall, by the way. I was close, I guess. Seven millimeter it, and thirty out six look almost the same in the picture. In that sure. link I sent you guys, there's the image of the bear of the person the bear killed before mm-hmm. it was eventually killed. Uh, yeah, before the bear it's, was his, killed. His leg has been devoured from the knee to the hip, um, to the bone, completely to the bone. Yeah, that Man. hand is huge on the bear. Yeah, terrifying. Absolutely fucking terrifying. It's 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 a it's it's like a predator from you know a hundred thousand years ago or ten thousand years ago when we were fucking cavemen, and and the night was terrifying. Uh, it, God, shit, shit was real back then. Like yeah. when we walk around, never afraid of animals now. Like the only time we're afraid of an animal is if like we opt to. Where it's That's like, man, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go look at animals. snakes. 
Ooh, I'm gonna go look at Snake. Yeah, that's modern what modern man that can out wrestle the bear. <laughs> that's what happened. We <laughs> we learned Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the ancient art of manly cuddling. And the bears <laughs> and once uh Nergomenov beat that bear, the tide had turned. You do the oh, fucking yeah. uh, crocodile dundee yeah. mind trick on <laughs> If bears under if, if animals understood combat sports, they'd be so bored by oh. our versions of them. They'd be Can like, "Oh, a bear that worked out." Like, like, here's the thing: <laughs> yeah, like, they like never worked are, out. We think of animals as like these incredibly powerful things. They haven't worked out a day in their fucking <laughs> lives. Know. Imagine a sentient bear who was out there doing fucking push-ups all day and getting like buff. Why does that right? bear run laps? Their whole life is their, their whole life is working out. They weigh hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds, and they gotta scale a tree. They're like Wings of Redemption's like, calves. Oh. Huge and strong. Huge and strong. <laughs> Beefy. Spectable. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Like, there's a. It's been kind of a meme about my calves on the show for years and years after I told that story. And Wings was like, I've got bigger calves than Woody. And they weren't super defined, but he held an Xbox controller next to his calves and dwarfed that controller with his yeah. massive calves. They're like a table leg or something like that. Like, like if you've got a fancy <laughs> table, when it first comes off the bottom of the table, sometimes it's just big, fat, and then it it's curves like that down. It's like with the, you know, contoured wood design. Huge. <laughs> like, literally cantaloupe-sized or something. Bigger. Bigger. They're huge. Super strong legs. He, uh, I, I, I won't say how much weight he's lost, because he gives you know? information. To, yes. Oh. He get, I'll tell you two, I guess, but, but we won't talk about it on the show, because... He gives Kitty this information, then she gives it to me. But it's given to her, I'm sure, as as a kind of a you know don't tell anybody mm. kind of thing. Because for whatever reason, he doesn't want to put it out there. Like, so so it's and not our look, secret I, to tell. It's not my secret to tell. And I know I like give him shit, but I don't feel like I ever like do any backstabby stuff the way he does us. Like 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 not. And I feel like revealing this would be a would be would be doing that. But. Um, we, you know, the, it com we completed our bet that I had with my Discord. Taylor, you owe some people some money. <laughs> Can you write the number uh, in this, Skype? Five dollars, right? I'll need to think about it for a moment. It's like, I think he weighs this much now. I think he weighs that much. Um... You can and, say what the starting weight was, right? What was it? I don't remember. It, it, see, that's the other thing. It's kind of hard to... There was the starting weight before the surgery and the, the weight right after the surgery. He's lost about... I have a rule on that. The I think he's lost like... I, the he's lost roughly that have ever seen. That, that's my take on it. it, it Wings, if, this, if you happen to catch this, that's your starting number. The highest number that's ever been on a scale. That's sure. how much you've lost. That, I, I'll accept that. Yeah, but our bet was like how much he was going to lose from the mo from the surgery ending. He did a weigh in and he mm -hmm. told everybody what he weighed. I just don't have that number in my head, and I think that that number I just typed in there is the amount he's lost in about two months. So quite good, I think. It, yeah, I, I was. Yeah, yeah, that's a difference. I, I wasn't off by very much at all. Um, I'd and, love to uh, lose a third of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, you know, happy for him. He's looking. Excuse me. He's looking. He's looking better. <gasps> I need to see him. I don't yeah. think I've seen. I don't think I've seen a good view of him. I sometimes watch the clip channels, and uh, I think the clip channels are getting to be a little unfair. They just do kind of grab, <laughs> like, like. No, oh. they're clearly trying to be neutral. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. Fair counterpoint. 
what but happened like, to their journalistic integrity over there at <laughs> at Wings House of Shame? The Wings <laughs> takes media. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like he'll be playing a video game for a long time, and they'll grab all of his lowest lows. You know, they, they, I see him in um Rainbow. Right, he plays Rainbow a lot, and they show his most unfortunate deaths and they just make a montage out of that it just doesn't give a clip for his his gaming ability which i know he cares about yeah yeah now i'll agree with that i I don't think (coughs) i think that he has been getting better at not giving them uh what they want or whatever call of duty's about to come out though Mm. you know so Uh, i hope he plays it i hope he plays it i hope uh, he's gone back and forth on whether he'll play it or not he'll play it I think he'll play it. I, I hope I haven't influenced him not to by saying that. I imagine this gets to him. I always assume that... I don't know how many people are going to watch this. 5,000 or something. I don't expect 5,000 people to keep a secret. <laughs> I just... You can't... You can't not now. Right. This is where I learned this. I was... Uh, it was in some sort of drama. I don't remember which one of my many dramas it was. Back in the day when I was a bigger YouTuber. And I'm in a Twitch thing. And there's, I don't know, 65 people watching this stream. I wasn't streaming. I was just chatting in somebody's stream. And someone asked me about it, and I replied. And the move was to stay out of the drama, to let it die. But I'm like, there's only 65 people here. This, to me, means nobody saw it. I'm practically alone at 65. And uh, it turns out, 65 people, one of them will go make it more public than it started as. So sure. you just have to assume that even tiny rooms like that, it's going to get out. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. So anyway, Wings lost some weight. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah I want to see it with my eyes. I want to. Yeah, man. I Give him, you know, give him three more months. Yeah. And he is, and he is, nor- I don't know how else that, to say this, that's but a, a normal guy. That's two months different, right? That number that you that, wrote? yeah that's a two month number. Give him three yeah. more at It'll that like rate. Start Holy shit! Slower, but if he keeps if he hits two thirds of that rate over the next you know three months, that's if he enormous. loses that again, right? If he does in three months mm-hmm. what he did in two. Holy shit! Very impressive. It's you know I mean you know he had the surgery and everything, but I'm impressed. It's it's cool to see him losing the weight. He's gonna be a normal fucking human being. In a, in a year, he just is. There's no way around it. I don't think he, I don't think you can eat your way out of this uh, this thing, and I don't think he will. Out of the surgery? Yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah, I know people <laughs> who have. Yeah, I know people that really? have too. You can beat gastric bypass surgery. This is the you know, gastrectomy, and, uh, though. Uh, Wings and Boogie should have made a competition <clears throat> of this whole thing. No, it's right. Not. That's it's what not they the gastrectomy. need. The, the, these are two people who really don't have issues with public pressure and mental health at all i think they should have brought the scrutiny of a competition and uh, and fans rooting and cheering for and against I mean, them fair, counterpoint okay, fair on that. <laughs> these are think people about how who much... make their living online putting themselves in front of the camera right like what better than the spectacle of competition logan paul just made enough money to uh, retire on but the magic behind boogie and wings is that they are not particularly bulletproof to online criticism it is both their curse and their their magic and uh yeah, yeah it would be good for their bottom line and bad for their mental health i, I was gonna place a bet today good for their mental health <laughs> because they would like i'm just speaking from my perspective like the competition would make sure that you did not fuck up you didn't cheat one bit because you mm. won't you don't want to be the loser you know and so physical health 
you know, is improving. Your mental health is going to improve as you're doing better. And you make, you know, some nice cashola just by losing weight and feeling better. And all you have to deal with is like, just like get off Twitter for a couple months. So I was going to place a bet today. Uh, McGregor is plus 140. Um, and I even, Oh wait, no, I'm, I'm thinking of Woodley. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, um, Habib is negative 170 and McGregor is plus 140. Um, and I, and, and I watched a video that basically said, you know, if you're going to bet McGregor bet now, because as we get closer to the fight, that line, that is going to, uh, the odds are going to get closer. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to have that plus 140 on McGregor. And I was like, oh shit. All right, let's do this right now. And then like, I would, it's fucking illegal to do it in Georgia. And so I, I probably shouldn't do that. Um, you but don't need so, any more it's attention. illegal to sports bet. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I, I asked some people in the discord, I was like, Hey, is this illegal for me to do? And like a bunch of people started like copy pasting these things that had the official seal of Georgia on them being like, yep. And so I didn't even look any deeper into it. I just took their word for it. Cause they seem to have done the research for me. But, uh, apparently so. Do you uh, still or, think about moving sometimes? That was the plan a year ago. I think whenever I can, whenever, whenever the, the legal stuff is hundred percent done. I thought it There are no was. charges against me, but there could be. Uh, You're just we're, kind of playing the waiting game right now, aren't you? Yeah, we're waiting on we're waiting on them to either uh, uh, pre, uh, you know put, press charges or not, and they'll let us know at some point. They uh, I don't want to get too into the details, but like it's it's happened three or four times now where they're like, ah, we'll know in X amount of days, and then something happens, and they're like, ah, it got extended. You know, there was a. There was months and months there where, um, you know, the, they filed for extensions on, uh, and, and I think they filed for their last one, uh, or Is something there a like. Limit that. on how many extensions you can file? Okay. They they did not file uh, the last time. It was time to 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 file for one. So either they're gonna um, press some charge uh, at some point fairly soon. I don't know exactly when that be, will be, but it'll be this year, or they're going to be like, eh. Which which could totally happen. Right. Um, it, it was... Again, I don't want to get too into the details, but um, apparently, like, like what happened has been blown out of proportion so much that it seemed like they uh, were unaware of exactly what had happened, and uh, they thought there was more to uh, the whole thing than there was. Um, I, I'm not sure the uh, the amount of stuff that got sent, but uh, it's much less. I'm told because I never saw it. It's much less, I'm told, than um, than what was had been reported and stuff like that. It's it's way less than an ounce apparently, and uh, and so, you know, even if they do press charges, it's some sort of like minor league possession type thing. I that wonder. Would be the... I'm I'm just uh, I don't want to say anything, but I, I wonder if the original weight was much higher because they weighed the container. I'm just making that up. But like, you know, they just like, yeah, holy shit. This weighs half a pound. <laughs> yeah, you got to take what? it out of the Tupperware, asshole. Like, you can't count that. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I yeah. don't know. And, the and the then box. I think, <laughs> and, and, and like, I'm not even talking about the number. Like, like I've never heard from them. You know, they, they speak to my lawyers. But like, mm. I think it had been reported on some like silly news site that there was like many ounces or like thousands of dollars worth <clears> of <throat> stuff that and, and none of that's even remotely true. Very small amount, apparently. Mm. But I, again, I, I never saw it. <laughs> so it could have been a fucking, it could have been a Pablo Escobar shipment for all I know. I, I never got to see what, what was going on at all. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've said it before and you know, I'm, I'm not like making it up. I supposed to know soon. 
<laughs> It'd be nice if that uh, cloud of uncertainty blew away. Like that, that would bother me. It'd be a, a stress on my whole life. I don't mean to infect your brain about it, and I just realize what I'm saying. But, but yeah, if yeah, I, you know, I hadn't even thought about uh, this whole thing. <laughs> You mentioned it. <laughs> all this over. This is going to be, this be right. serious. Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, okay. I'm good at that. I'm pretty I'm good I'm going to represent like, myself. <laughs> no, I, I've always had this mindset, and I've kind of had to, like with some of the stuff that I've done, like the dangerous stuff that we filmed and stuff, is like, it's going to be what it's going to be. And like, I have no, when, when you, or in my case, me, has no control over something, I, I have a really easy t- time of like just letting it go and not letting it bother me. Um, you know, like we talked about like going down the scary water slide before that you've only got to be brave for a second. Mm. My thought process is you don't got to be brave at all. Like, let's just do it. Not, then I'm completely out of control. It's just physics. That's how I know? do surgery. Yeah. yeah. I, all I needed to do was arrive here. I am a slab of meat and I really have no responsibilities or stress whatsoever. Bring the drugs on. That's, yeah. that's yeah. how much. Unless you're my... at the eye doctor, then you really got to be on point. You don't want to get shit glasses. Cause you're like <laughs> fucking around, you know, like I'll, I'll have him do that. Give me the, give me the seven and eight. Oh, are you guys, uh, you have good eyes. So you guys probably don't have to go past one and two. I get all the way to like <laughs> 11 and 12. And it's like, let me go grab another one of these machines. Move it in front. But, I've had yeah. this a no. couple of times where I, I go to the doctor. They say, you know, you could use glasses. You would like clear vision and I get it. And I have clear vision and I'm like, oh, well, and then I just decide that, like, it's not so bad that I can't function, and I prefer my own, like, I call it Woody Vision, but you could maybe call it Picasso Vision, whatever it is. My world's just a little softer and nicer. All the hard edges that, that like, you know, you guys deal with, fuck that, no. Everything's I, soft. A little. Do you get, do you have a halo around every light you see at nighttime? No, I don't think so. Like, it's when I get a, it's at real a, minor. Uh, like, uh, a, a stoplight or something. Like no. at night in the dark, you don't get those. Okay, that's the, that's so. always indicative of when I can tell my eyes are getting worse than my prescription again. Is I'll be like driving. This happened like uh, six weeks ago before I got my new glasses. I was wearing my old ones driving at <laughs> night, and I had a feeling where like I just noticed it was like huge. It looked like a target sign. <laughs> like every single fi- uh, light looked like a target sign, and I was like, this just is not safe at all for me to be driving like this. Like if I'm on a small road, a guy comes around with his headlights on. If he, if he accidentally leaves his brights on, I might die. <laughs> like I, I, all of my vision is gone. I've, so had, I, I've had reading now. glasses. I wore them on the show for a couple of weeks or months, but it, I, now I, I don't know. I, I find myself reading the phone like, yeah, right. I definitely the good one at this distance. And I just struggle to get through the words. Sometimes I put glasses on and wow, it's so much better. I have to rebuild carburetors probably more often than most people because I do this two-stroke stuff. And I put the glasses on, and suddenly, like, like the oh, like oh my god, it's like supervision. Everyone else has this all the time, but I'm I don't want it all the time. I uh, I think I got my dad's vision. You know, he's sixty-four or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, no no glasses. You know, he he reads the newspaper, uh, the fine print, and uh, you know, he can spot things at long distance. Uh, and, uh, my mom, on the other hand, has had LASIK twice and it didn't take, <laughs> it like didn't work. I didn't know you could get it twice. <laughs> I did. 
I didn't know that you could get it once and it wouldn't work. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It was like, it was like seven grand a pop or something like that. And uh, I don't think she got any down. kind of a refund. Yeah, sometimes it know? just, well, because they, they'll tell you it doesn't work for everyone. But what the way that usually works is, like my mom got it probably 15 years ago and then she wears glasses again now because it's like they'll repair your eyes, but your eyes keep getting shittier. You just mm. start from the top of the of the peak of eyesight again. But and so her eyes now, she needs glasses, but they're not, a tenth as bad as mine are because it's basically like hitting the reset button on your vision. Yeah. When you get that. I also got my dad's vision, but my dad's goes to shit in your forties. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm pretty happy about that. I, I, I've always had pretty good vision. Uh, when I would take the eye test, I would, uh, I would do, I would do better than 2020. I would be able to read like the line below or whatever, like 2015 or something like that. And, uh, people I, I, glasses behind a rifle scope. Some do. You, does that you don't just have like a corrective scope? I don't know how that works. I definitely not a correct. That, that would be crazy if you had a prescription. I, uh, I just picture scope. him dialing like, like in like the eye doctor said, has. You take your scope to the lens crafters. Like, hey, I, 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 <laughs> I'm 30 and eight. Like, like, no, I, but I don't think lens, that's the thing. Okay, because they um, I want to say my eye doctor has adjustable fixing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it seemed like you could put that technology in a scope. And unblurry it for you. I don't know anything about yeah, that. I'm not sure. I, I definitely know there aren't prescription scopes. Um, I'm sure you know a lot of people wear shooting glasses. I'm. I suppose there are prescription shooting glasses that people wear. Uh, I, I've just never kind just of run ran into it. My goodness, I don't know why people with bad vision choose to wear glasses every day. Like, why would you not get contacts? It's so much more convenient. You don't have to deal with that border around here that's always sh- fuzzy as shit. It looked nice on some people. I mean, a gentleman like yourself with a large cranium, maybe they would suit you. I do have some glasses, and I've worn them on the show. I've seen you wear them. They look, they look very smart. Thank you. Yeah. This has been a very positive PK. And I'm so happy, <laughs> oh, we passed you know. an hour a little while ago, by the way. Um, yeah, Woody's friend on the mend. Yeah, actually, I need to feed him. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I do. He's, he's pretty much bedridden. He has my mother-in-law's walker to get to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. poor fellow. It's Poor a guy. pretty dope walker, though. <laughs> I mean, oh, all right. Yeah, he has he, no reason to complain about anything. He, he's, got, <laughs> he's fallen into a wonderful situation. <laughs> oh, and, no, I got hurt. My friend's family is just going to take care of me for, for days. Yeah, I showed up at his house. I'm like, you want the walker or the wheelchair? You know, like, yeah, he, we, we're <laughs> going to take good care of him. Get him on, get him back on his feet. That's good. Well, all right. Uh, if you know, if you guys want to play scum, uh, come come hop aboard. Uh, I'm gonna get on there like right after the show. Uh, everybody's waiting on me. And, I'll look up uh, some more videos and, and cool. See you. Learn more right. about it. Yeah, sounds good. PKN two eleven.